0: Of all the ten plagues, the one that seems like the odd one out is the frogs. Come on. How would you feel if your favorite sports team was called the frogs? It just doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound so menacing. Water turned to blood. Lice everywhere. Wild beasts. That's a plague. But frogs? Hi, I'm Rabbi Yisroel Bernath, and welcome to a pre-Passover Daily Torah Thought. As we get closer to Passover... I'd like to give you some thoughts that you can share at the Seder table and also some thoughts that could make us think about life and what Passover is really about. You see, you can only understand the plagues if you listen to how God himself describes them. He told Moses, I will smite the Egyptians and bring justice to their gods. God was not only punishing the Egyptian people for enslaving the Jewish people, the Israelites, but was smashing the Egyptian value system, their false gods. I think that people rarely do evil thinking that it's evil. Most villains believe that they're doing good because their value system is so twisted as to view darkness as light, to justify evil as good, to explain wickedness as righteousness. So God wanted to not only afflict the Egyptians but to strike the source of their immorality. Each plague was an attack on the core beliefs of Egypt, the beliefs that led them to drown the Israelite babies, to become the most immoral society of the day. Let's look at three examples of plagues. So first the river turns to blood, then the frogs, and then the lice. The Egyptians worshipped the Nile as a god. For the Nile, that was their source of irrigation. It was their source of livelihood. It was their source of wealth. So the Nile represented to them materialism, to the extreme, making a god out of money. And that's why it was afflicted first. Where money is god, blood will flow. I'll let that set in a bit so you can see the correlation with our society today. Now, frogs. That was another Egyptian deity. It was the god of fertility. Having children is a noble goal. But for the Egyptians, children were no more than a power base. And being fruitful like a frog meant expanding your clan and extending your influence. When children are seen as frogs, then humans have lost their innate value. But it was actually the third plague, the plague of lice, that forced the Egyptians to recognize that the finger of God was at play. The Egyptian sorcerers were able to replicate the first two plagues through black magic, and so they weren't convinced that they were being divinely punished. But when lice swarmed over every Egyptian, they lifted their hands up in defeat. This is because as powerful as Egyptian sorcery was, it could not impact something as small as a louse. Egyptian spirituality dealt with big things, major issues, not minute details. They didn't give importance to the small things. They couldn't affect a louse. We left Egypt and its ugly beliefs behind to embrace a value system that was its polar opposite. Money to our value system is not a god. It's just a means to do good. Our children are not trophies, but rather souls entrusted to us by God to care for and pass on our values. And the little things do matter. Most of our life is made up not of dramatic choices and big events, but of small details and subtle choices. And they all make a difference. So on Passover, we go through the ten plagues and we reflect on the twisted value system that made Egyptians into oppressors. This is relevant today more than ever, as we see some of the worst atrocities in human history being committed in the name of religion. Values have consequences. What you teach kids to believe will shape them for life. And we can't fight bad values with no values. The world needs to hear the message of Jewish values. That every life is sacred, that there is one God who gave us that life and loves us all but didn't make us all the same. We don't all need to be one religion as long as we recognize that one God is above us all. I'm Rabbi Yisrael Bernath. Have a fantastic day. Hi, Rabbi Bernath here. I have some great news for you. My popular four week course, Kabbalah for Everyone is available right now for free for the next 50 people who download it. All you have to do is go to www.theloverabbi.com, scroll to the bottom of the page, and you're going to see the download button right there. In this course, I talk about the Kabbalistic secrets to relationships, to wealth, to happiness, and balance. This special offer has been dedicated in loving memory of Ellie Dorfman. I look forward to hearing from you and hope you enjoy the course. Now on to today's episode.